Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwaterflame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. are live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Star Wars Twilight Nights. I am John. I'm your game master for the evening, and I am getting into roll 20 because I'm running late on that end because I have ADHD, uh, which is not an excuse so much as an explanation for why I'm late on things. Uh, but joining me today while I'm getting in here and cleaning out the dice pool is Craig. Hi. I'm Craig. I'm playing Crack Tulpa, a Quarren Sentinel artisan slash uh, uh, guardian. Uh, and I have. We good to roll, John? Yeah, I cleared up. All right, cool. One light side. Hey, befitting my new status. And Jeremy. Uh, hi, my name is Jeremy. I'm I, I am playing Ilyana, a Dathian Mirror Mystic. And give me just a second. I'm sorry, I, I I had to crop an image for for a puppy battle royal post. Um... <laughs> Good sentence. It makes me happy to hear. I don't know anything about it, but it it made me happy to listen to the. There's words. a puppy battle royal. That's all you need to know. I mean, yeah, um, pretty much it. Not, Dark side point. That's appropriate. Not really much more complicated than that. Uh, nope. And Aaron. Fortbite. Hi, I'm Aaron. I am playing Red Miraluka Pilot. I forgot to sync my destiny pool and two light side. And William. Hi. <clears throat> Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Corsarath, the. Seth Pureblood Makashi Duelist, and I'm going to roll Destiny and get two more Dark Sides. And Jack? I'm Jack. I'm playing Josh Ulan, the Chiss uh, Sorcery Defender and Guardian Protector. And one Dark Side. And Holly? I'm Holly. I'm playing uh, Vazia, Pure Blood Sith, Geo Berserker, and Two Dark Side. And Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Neri's uh, Droid Counselor, and One Light Side. All right. And do we have anybody whose morality is above eighty or below twenty? <laughs> Me. No one is proud of himself. 
Just go ahead and flip some uh, destiny for me then. One each. So we just leave it as it is, or nope. No, no, we both. I think we both. Oh, okay. No, they both fuck it up. They oh. both. They oh, both okay. flip a point. It doesn't matter which re- one. Re- yeah, destiny. Regardless, even if it's light yeah, side, okay. dark side uses still. Yeah, because the destiny, li- destiny light and dark is a reflection of player versus versus universe, as opposed to light side force user versus dark side force user. Mm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm. All right. When last we left off, well, I have a thing now. Uh, Star Wars The Twilight Nights Episode 20 Codex Black Pyramid A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away The year is 3,643 BBY Or 10 years before the Battle of Yavin or, Sorry, not 10 That's that's 3,643 years before the Battle of Yavin <laughs> I, my, my brain is not working today uh, 10 years after this Treaty of Coruscant was signed uh, Most recently uh, the I, I don't I don't have a I don't have a in universe text spiel for this one. The the Aeon Cutter was attacked by the Sith Empire, it appeared, uh, and our Twilight Knights escaped following an emergency evacuation coordinates that had been de- that had been discreetly delivered to Corserath via his contact only known only as the Black Pyramid. They escaped to a planet whose name I cannot remember. Uh but I wrote down Ibanji? Iban I think it's Ibanji. Jumanji? Yes. Yes, we did yeah, say it was, it was Ibanji because Ibanji, it was going to yeah. be Jumanji. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Right, yeah. <laughs> they escaped to the planet Ibanji. I try. Uh, uh yes. They escaped to the planet Ibanji. Where they came across an individual referring to themselves as Codex, who uh, destroyed a pair of uh, Sith Empire stealth ships that seemed to have been cloaked in some sort of experimental technology, and then hid the uh, hid the Shio under some uh, technologically controlled animals that were like kind of like manta rays that could camouflage into the environments before leading them off into another direction. So. The group of you are following behind this individual. Uh, again, this individual is wearing a fully enclosed uh, suit of armor that seems to be part laminate armor, part leather armor. Sort of like leather, like accoutrement attaching at various places. The helmet fully closed and sealed. No uh, visible features of them uh, identifiable, aside from the fact that they are a bipedal humanoid. Um their even their voice is disguised through the helmet that they wear coming out as this sort of distorted almost almost um like text to speech almost quality of voice uh, they are carrying a sniper pattern disruptor rifle which is to say a gun that can shoot down ships um and they are walking off in a direction with the group of you following behind Yep. Is there anything anybody uh, is doing amongst yourselves as you follow? I'm going to leave the crabots on the ship. Okay. Jash is just walking next to Nuri's. Yeah, for now, for now, just... Mm-hmm. Watching and learning. 
As this individual leads you all along, uh, the the way, the the planet's sort of wasteland and topography becomes uh, more apparent to you than it was obviously from the ship. This place is a wasteland. Uh, it there is not there's not even enough there's not even enough um, like matter for it to be considered a desert. There's no sand. It's just dry, cracked, broken ground, as far as the eye can see, with some mountains in the distance, but nothing nearby. Um, you can see evidence of life in that there are giant, there is giant skeletal structures uh, present from some sort of ancient beings that may at one point in time roamed this land, but have since become just set decoration in this wasteland. Uh, skulls the size of buildings, rib cages the size of towers, that kind of thing. Occasionally, you may see a small, a drastically smaller figure darting about between the bones and off in the distance, significantly far away from you. Uh, everyone can make me a perception check, I think, is the role you have. Uh, yep. Yes. A difficulty? Uh, difficulty two. Okay. One success. <laughs> Hey, one success. Two success, two threat. One success. Success and advantage. Should I take that as strain? Uh, or... No, don't worry about it. Hey, all Yeah, Josh, Neri's crack, Avasi, of course, right there. Waiting for one from Yana. Yeah. Yep. I don't know why those are in there, but... Failure. All right. Uh, So, everyone except for Red and Ilyana. Odd that Red isn't getting this, but... um, Red's a little distracted right now. Let me check something, because... No, that's just... You just had it in your dice pool, probably. No, I I was checking... uh... Because I've got, I, I realized <laughs> retroactively I have a bunch of like outdoorsy things, but um, that's only like moving through terrain or or, or uh, finding tracks and shit. Yeah. So potentially Red is a bit distracted, and also their helmet that they are wearing is potentially causing some issue, some interference with this. But everyone but Red and Ilyana, you. Every once in a while, you f- almost feel and hear this bit of static. Uh, for people that have tinnitus, it's that. For people that don't yeah. have, for people that don't have tinnitus, it's the sound that an old that an old uh, that an old cathode ray tube uh, uh, TV turning on makes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that ka-chunk. Yep. The whiny, the, yeah. the high pitched whine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, a hypish wine with a little bit of static underlying it. Yep. Um, uh, uh, so yeah, every, every, every once in a while, and whenever you hear that, any figures that might be off in the distance seem to disappear. Seemingly in response to the sound. What is that? <laughs> You say it out loud? Yes. There doesn't seem to be any response from the person leading you. 
I don't know. What? Is there anything particular that makes Josh think this might be some sort of illusion or hologram or anything like that? Can you give me another perception check, difficulty four? I'm okay. trying to figure out like where it's coming from. If it's like something he's in, this figure is uh, like emitting. Yeah, perception or... check, difficulty three. Okay. Oh, one success, two threat. So, Jash, (laughs) you're keeping an eye on things, and you notice that every time this sound occurs, the person Uh leading you touches his his right index finger and thumb. Okay. And when he lets go, the sound goes away. All right. It's it's too it's too quiet. Yep, but at the same time, piercing for you mm-hmm. to really get a sense of where it's coming from. That's so, I, I want to clarify cause and effect here because this is relevant is for 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 his clarification. Is it he pinches his fingers and the noise happens, or the noise happens and he pinches his fingers? He pinches his fingers and the noise happens, and when he lets go, the noise stops. Okay, so he's causing it, not canceling it. <laughs> Do do we have a name for him? Codex. 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 Okay. Um, Crack Crack speaks more loudly and says, "Codex, I'm not sure if you heard Nariz. They were asking, what's that sound?" The figure continues to not respond. Codex. Uh, Crack will. uh, Oh, it. You feel it in your. um, Let's see. What do you have? Um. Uh, and crack things for a second. Sinuses? Whatever you have in your skull. The holes. But on the inside. You know, the ones... Oh, Kitty was telling me about them. They're designed to drain, but the drain's in the top, so they have to fill... Anyway, inside. I stopped listening. Sinuses, crack. Right. And John, John, when you say motion in the distance, they disappear. Is it a disappear as in immediately evaporate from existence or disappear as in they go into hiding? As they go into hiding. Okay. All right. So, okay. That, that explains something a little more. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Significantly less paranormal now. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will also say, I don't know if it's ever been established in canon whether Quarren have skeletons or not. Can can we go with the fact that they have few fluid-filled bladders and he forgets what skull and, sure. and, and bone things are about? Okay, Go for it. All right. I feel like they're mostly cartilage. Yeah. <laughs> cartilage they, with some, some, some sort of buoyancy factor. He doesn't have sinuses and thinks they're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, neither does John, at least upper sinuses. <laughs> yeah, I don't have upper sinuses. I only have lower. I have a John probably appreciates them because your biology would really appreciate them. I mean, it's it's sort of a it's sort of a pro and con because I not not having upper sinuses means these sinuses get clogged way easier, and it means also means that I have trouble breathing. However, it also means I can't get migraines. <laughs> Okay, that is fair. Migraines are the worst thing. So it's like, I can't yeah, breathe. No, I would make that trade off. I can't breathe, but I also can't get migraines. Ooh. See, I Not being able to breathe versus breathe having migraines. Have a constant migraine, so I would make that trade. So yeah, it's like it's it's a. They, it's like 
Yeah. Do I want to be punched repeatedly in the groin area? <laughs> or do I want to have like, 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 like beat across the head with a two by four? Hmm. <laughs> it's an interesting trade-off. Yeah. It, it, it also did, it also didn't help that I was that I also had a deviated septum because Italians have a disproportionately large percentage of them population that have deviated septums. Uh, uh, so, like, in addition to only having the bottom two sinuses, also my septum was slanted eighty percent over to one side. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, couldn't breathe for a variety of reasons growing up. <laughs> Welcome to Weird Biology Facts. Yeah. Josh will just lean over to Aries. I believe our guide is contributing. Yes. We'll learn more keeping if we away... need to. Possibly? Go ahead, Joe. That's where he finishes. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Just pretending crack is not talking. Does he have anything anything mechanical on his gloves? <laughs> is he pushing a button on the gloves? I mean he's wearing so. he's wearing laminate armor. Like there's lots of mechanics there. Sure, but is there anything specific on the doesn't it doesn't it doesn't there doesn't okay. seem to be anything externally that is like it's not like there's a giant mechanical gauntlet or something on his arm. Uh so it's not something that you're noticing. The and Jazz is the only one that's even noticed the finger movement at the moment. Okay. All right. And he is not bringing it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there doesn't. It, he he does not seem to be having to be, uh, uh, very heavily equipped. Uh, his armor, at least. It's whatever's moving around out there. Something we should be aware of or worried about. Probably. Yeah. All right then. The way to get under cracked skin is to not answer any questions. <laughs> it is a varn crack. Where are... Where is this safe place you are going? We speak up at the figure in front of us. There continues to be no response. I don't think his oral senses are working in the helmet. I'm going to do a really stupid thing. Mm-hmm. Really, really stupid thing. Yeah. Um, I ask a question that I was trying to observe before. Sorry. No, go ahead. Sounds like it might blow things up, and I would like to get this information. Very well, Mike. Go ahead. Um, (laughs) Can I tell, like, anything about the topography, geography, plant life here? Like, what kind of planet this might be in terms of what sort of structures we might anticipate as regards to like as we're walking along this area like from what i'm hearing and feeling um is it likely to be an underground thing a hovering thing which kind of Star Wars housing yeah, give me might a be this planet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me That's a. a weird no, no, I, I, I get what you're asking. I just had to. I was just trying to figure out exactly what it was. Uh, give me a um, either survival roll, difficulty two, or uh, either a survival roll, difficulty two. Or a 
uh, outer rim roll difficulty three. I'll take survival because they're the same and lower difficulty is good. Never mind. I apologize for interrupting for no reason. Go ahead. <laughs> no idea. So I am going to use sense. Mm -hmm. Yes, you. I would say you're within engaged range of this individual. I mean, it doesn't matter because I can be in short range. You're definitely within short range. range. Yeah. I bought that range <laughs> range upgrade, and I'm going to try and detect Codex's current thoughts. Okay. Let's get a roll. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Uh, hang on one second. Uh... Yeah, okay. It's just a force roll, right? Yeah, I don't know why they put difficulty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to take out, but... So, two successes. Okay. Two, two force die. You get... Intric an intricate breakdown into the mechanical workings of a pistol. And the 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 belief that this person has been trained yeah. specifically you, to deal with people that can read their you mind. You didn't have to say that part. <laughs> it was clear. So yeah, just spontaneously from from uh, uh, from 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 the large group right in the middle, Eliana just goes. <laughs> Man, At and Rand Nick. learned how to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Atmosphere not agreeing with you, Eliana. Someone's an asshole. I assumed that was who was speaking. <laughs> we, I, long, long. We uh, crack, crack has the good grace to appear somewhat embarrassed and said, I apologize. It was a new sort of humor that I was experimenting with. I do not feel like it was a good fit. It will not happen again. <laughs> good. Trying to ignore whatever is happening back there, because I assume... <laughs> I believe this sort of improvisation is called scatting. <laughs> Corsarad looks, looks over his shoulder at the rest of the group. If we could please cease antagonizing our guide and, if necessary, continue the journey with a bit of focus. Hold. A voice says from the helmet. Hold. <laughs> Stopping. The, uh, the, the, the disruptor rifle is placed uh, uh, over the shoulder, sort of on a sling. And the figure pulls up their left arm, messes with some interface on the inner forearm of their left arm of their armor, and you hear a <laughs> as the ground in front of them, the sort of still barren wasteland, uh, splits and slides open, revealing a staircase that seems fairly, uh, fairly uh, advanced technology, like... This is very clearly a bunker of some kind. Uh, it then turns and sort of steps off to one side. Enter. What's the smell like? Mm. Smells of clean, 
as opposed to the very like sort of dusky, dirty smell that the planet itself has. Uh, there's no immediately like overpowering aromas that pop out at you. Morserath enters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cracks, cracks, going in as soon as he can. Fine. Jash will go in just before Nariz does. Mm. Yep. I'll follow. Red going in, if Aaron can hear me. If not, I'll just assume Red does. Alright. So, you all go down. Codex follows behind the rest of you as the last of you gets down, and uh, takes a minute to sort of just look out and scan the horizon before, uh, again, messing with that interface on his inner left forearm, and the bunker begins to close. As you head down the stairs, you eventually find yourself opening out into a uh, a sort of a, 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 a what looks to be sort of a small barracks of some kind. There are There is a single bunk off to one corner. There is a computer array interface set up on the wall and there's an armory along the back walls as well as uh, another door on the left and right. Um, as Codex comes down, the seal, uh, with, the, with, the, with the roof sealed, no one say anything. He moves over to the computer and very quickly punches something in. And you all get a very quick bit of mental static almost as something just passes through you now we can talk I would like very much to see if I can see what was punched in give me a perception check difficulty 2 okay intrusion countermeasures one success, two threat. Uh, you see the letters that were punched in, but the it's not in any language you're familiar with. It seems to be an encoded keyboard. Okay. Can I remember the positions? Yeah. Okay. The, uh, uh, the figure turns around. Just some countermeasures to keep somebody, people from spying on us, both technologically and through your mind powers the figure reaches up uh, uh, releases a latch on the bottom of the helmet and pulls it off to reveal blue skin red eyes and black hair Uh, in a a configuration that this person looks near on identical to the Exarch but with a slightly darker skin tone and five o'clock shadow that hasn't been cleanly shaved. Jash will just give a short nod. How are you? So, I only... Go ahead. You go, you good. Oh, no... Just a snide comment from from from, from our uh, uh, immature uh, uh, Dathomirian. So, <clears throat> I only got word that the Aeon Cutter was going to be attacked. I don't actually know what happened, so if you all could fill me in. It was attacked. 
Darth Fluxati decided that he was going to put an end to the Aeon Cutter, likely because of the Order's interference in his plans and destruction of several of his apprentices. And the how? Imperial Battle Fleet. No. Red will rattle off actually information about the space encounter. Jeremy? And um, uh, uh, a person. Presumably Fluxati himself arrived on the cutter. You got a description? I will give the description of the mask and the individual. <laughs> yeah, that's Fluxati. The scars are the big giveaway. Uh, also, more, also more, how did they find the ship? They were... We knew they were already on the way before we left, Yeah. Uh, you knew something was about to happen because you received an emergency uh, emergency escape route notification. No, no. Before we left the, the spice mine. Oh. We knew something was going to happen because someone saw the future. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You... I also think there's a good portion of people, not including me, that know that there was like icky black and tracking magic. Yeah. Also, also, important point. Did Ilyana say that? It, was that in character about no, that because was, some? That was me. Oh, okay. That was me answering William. Yeah. Okay, all right. Our best guess would be that someone used the force to follow our ship back through the through hyperspace after we left the scene where we had assisted Archon. As I try to remember the Archon's name, Zilda. Archon Zilda in said dismantling. Potentially assisted by hey, the fact that they were already having a confrontation with the Republic on on that planet. Avas- it was all going to happen anyway. Avasia, make me a perception check. Difficulty one. Okay. I'm trying to read this guy with the information because Neri's is very suspicious and sure. like not entirely trusting. Make, this. A, make a cool roll. Oh. Difficulty okay. three. Wait, wait, wait. Mara, are you? Mara, are you successes. saying that you're playing an untrusting character? Yes. Uh, uh, difficulty I three. Know. Difficulty three upgraded three times. Uh, Mara. Uh, okay. Avasia, something. You you keep noticing something in the way this person shifts and moves. They have almost an identical physicality to Corserath. Mm-hmm. Neri is impossible to read. You have okay. no like you're not getting anything. Um all right. She'll stay silent for now. Right. Well, I guess I'd better introduce myself. My name is Jinimizo Zardun. Uh, you are all familiar with my brother, I'm assuming. The Exarch of your order? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are does not speak up to contradict. 
So, here's what I know, and we'll see if we can't put two and two together. The Sith Empire goaded the Galactic Republic into an attack in that qu- in that quadrant, hoping that a relief, a particular relief organization, the Horizon Relief Effort, the Horizon, the Horizon Relief Group, would respond. Uh, they provoked the attack using their Mandalorian forces so that it wouldn't look quite as much as a trap as it was. After springing their trap and getting confirmation that the Horizon group was there, however it was that they were able to confirm that, Darth Luxati's forces moved in with an armada to capture or destroy the Aeon Cutter. That's when I sent when I when I put those pieces together is when I sent my warning to the quickest resource that I had access to, nodding towards Corsarath. Hmm. I would take it you are also then Black Pyramid. Black Pyramid is an organization. Hmm. There is not one Black Pyramid. This is the first time I'm hearing that. Is there any chance I can make a roll? See if Give me a underworld. It'd be an underworld roll difficulty three. I don't know. I was an executioner. I know some random weird stuff. Sure. I'm just not very smart. <laughs> nah. No. Failure. Not coming across at all. Anyone else who anyone else who wants to can also make an underworld roll difficulty three for information on the black pyramid. Uh, that would imply that they knew that, at the very least, the effort was present and in the area where they intended to launch that fight prior to our departure. Well, no, the fight was meant for to draw them there. Hmm. But it does confirm suspicions that they were not simply following and retaliating against our actions in the outer rim. They, they couldn't they couldn't have followed us to where we were going and set the fight up in the time span because by the time we had arrived the fight was already done. Right. No, your order has Lots of people got successes by the way. Yes, I know. Just waiting for a moment in the conversation. Uh so, uh Ilyana Crack Jash. Yeah, Ilyana Crack and Jash. So uh, the Black Pyramid is an is an or is a name you have heard before as an information broker. It's never really referred. It's always referred to as an individual rather than as an organization. So the the information that it's an organization is new to you. Um, but it is it is a specifically an organization that operates independently, or it was an individual that operated independently of the Republic, the Empire or anything else. Uh, it was basically sort of like, you know, if you needed information and figured out how to contact them, the Black Pyramid would provide it for you for a price, whatever that price would be. Um, it's the sort of thing that uh, hut bosses would go out of their way to spend inordinate amount of inordinate amounts of credits to acquire the contact information of the Black Pyramid. Shadow um, broker. <laughs> Kind of. Um, Paywall Spycraft Wikipedia. Got it. <laughs> uh, 
and like getting a get the 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 idea being that the contact info of the black pyramid by itself is a valuable resource much less the information the black pyramid could provide Uh, John? Yes. When all this is going on, Avazia is j continuing. She's watching Korsareth and, um, sorry, who is this guy? You can call him either Codex or uh, Jin, Jin Imaizo Zardun. Codex. So Codex. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's, she's kind of looking between the two of them, um, seeing if there's anything else she picks up. You notice they have some very similar builds, very similar physicality, similar draw line, similar hairstyles. There's a lot of physical similarities between the two, as well as just how they carry themselves. Which is something that only you would know because you're the only person in the crew that has spent more time, more you know, amount of time looking at Corserath than anyone else. <laughs> I should hope so. <laughs> it's kind of like when you it's it, it's kind of like um, meeting your significant like meeting a a distant relative of your significant other. Kind of is what it sort of feels like to you. Mm-hmm. Or a not so distant relative. I mean, no, but yeah, right. Fazia has an idea. What's what's happening here? So they set the trap. They sprung it. However, it is that they're able to track you guys. I don't know. I am assuming force mumbo jumbo. Do you know what happened after you left? Did you get any sort of communications from anyone or anything? Uh, excessive amounts of electrical discharge from the ship itself implying significant use of heavy force power and also while no direct communication was made sensations of extreme torment radiated from the ship implying painful torture of survivors so survivors yep that's good not if you're them there's sort of a you get you get sort of the feeling that this person has very mixed views on oh, sweetie, the quality of Kentucky, being okay. tortured versus dying. They don't really say anything though. Um, well, if there are survivors that they want information out of, or that they just want to toy with for a while, Fluxati's going to take them back to his base. So I need to get that information. Put together a strike team. See if my brother's still alive. Get him out. Scold him later. The Genibus Shuzasodun was also among the first to face Fluxati. Yeah. Yeah, that's his style. He's also not one that dies easy. Of anyone, he would be the most likely candidate for a desirable prisoner. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about your command structure. We sort of kept that information separate for logistical reasons. 
do you guys have anyone you could go to for leadership on this? The leadership structure of the order is very loose. We would need to be able to find an archon to be able to try and contact any of them. Any leads? I mean, I as a player legitimately don't remember. Do we? Yeah, I mean, you know where a couple. You know where at least two other archons yeah, are right. operating. We, we know we know the potential locations of two archons who are operating. Uh, one one on Coruscant and one in Alderaan. Yeah, we have we have one um, contact on Coruscant and one. Is that including the one I'm aware of? Which one are you aware of? The archon that I met. Oh. The only one that. Uh, Stabby stab Zelda. Zelda. Oh, Zelda. Thanks. Yeah, no, you guys are. You guys don't know where Zelda is at the moment. Yeah. Well, we know where Zelda was heading, but not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he sort of leans back against the computer terminal and puts his arms behind his head. You're free to stay here while you figure out what you're doing next. You sh- you'll be safe here. They can't track this location. And I'll be burning it once you leave, so no one will know where it was. Where will you be going at that point? Put together a strike team, figure out where Fluxati's base is, and do some Sith hunting. Um, Crack looks around at the others and says, Shouldn't we go along for that? trying to save anyone who was captured. My understanding of Flexati is that that would be a bit beyond our talents at the moment. Hold on, I'll find out. (laughs) I don't need to see the future. We would be a liability. Unless we had something very specific to offer or do we would be an inconvenience at best and a risk at most. You assume a lot of intent. I said I'll find out. Not I'll find out if we're going to go follow, follow, wave in the oh, general direction of... you because I have gathered that asking you questions or answering questions you ask has no merit. I was answering our mechanic. Cracks like watching a tennis game. <laughs> I will keep that in mind. Try and be less of an ambiguous future reading bitch then. Avasio just leans over to Ileana. I don't like her either. <laughs> Z. 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 Uh, Eliana is, is is doing more than not liking because Eliana's morality is 15 now and has oh, yeah, go for to it. direct fucking damage to someone. So... Oh, boy. I think the thing that would make you guys more liability is less your skills and more your toxicity towards each other. Oh, yeah, that's definitely part of it. God damn so, okay, so... Uh, sometimes what do we I punch each other and sometimes we hug each other. I don't know that there's a counter to it. I'm just using okay. bind. 
I don't know how the abilities use suppress, damn it. Take not. A look. I didn't read the details of every force power. Okay, let me yeah, no, legit, legit. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the this is one of I decided this before this session to take two of the more obscure force powers because you know, I'm me. What book, uh, what book is behind it? I'm, I'm trying to suppress. For, here is this. here is the text. It is Force and Destiny, page two eighty six. Uh, can spend force points to immobilize a target within short range until the end of the user's next turn. If the user generated any force points, or used any dark side points to generate force points on this check, the target also suffers one wound, ignoring soak per dark side point spent on the check. Yeah. There are also rules for resisting force power checks when they're used in PvP specifically. Yep. <laughs> and okay. Norris is trying to suppress so. this I, fight yeah. that is going to break all right. up. It's all right. I'm just having to jump between lots of different bits of the rules. But also, Neris, go I ahead and roll your PvP suppression roll. Cool. She started I'm it. Starting PvP. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, yeah. Red's not anymore. Kitty and does not just not care. Okay. Here we go. Hey, I so got one. You are able to reduce the pool by one. I mean, I'm flipping a point. I'm uh, uh, I'm, I'm utilizing that light side point. Yeah. Uh, which means that I have to do that and take a point of conflict. Uh, so the amount of force points you generate, currently two, is reduced by one. So you only yep. generate one point. Mm-hmm. Now, does that reduce a specific one? Nope, just reduces the total pool. So you get to pick which one you... Basically, you get to pick which one you... The light side, because the other one does damage. Okay, so mm. you, the, light, the light side... So you still take the strain, you still take the conflict for flipping the light yep. side. Uh, but um, you only get one point, which means it, you... Yeah. Yeah. If, if you had gotten two, you would have been able to suppress both, and it would have completely canceled it out, but... Mm-hmm. I yeah. Unless you have an upgrade that makes that one better than one. Uh, I have so I have one that does it adds an automatic uh difficulty, and one that reduces it by one. Yeah, um, this doesn't have yeah. uh, this. This doesn't inherently have any difficulty okay. to the roll. Okay, got so. it. Cool. If, you, if you need to check the PvP resisting force powers rules, John, they're on 283. Thank you. And it applies to both of them. I like that it's specifically only for PvP. Well, it's specifically it's, it says when used another when used against another player character or against a non-player character such as a nemesis or an important plot named important rival, etc. Uh, the force okay. power becomes an opposed check. Uh, to make a check to pose, you can consult the player and determine the skill that the attacking player must use as part of the force power check. Okay, Wait, so, no, you, so you would be able to uh, improve the uh, uh, difficulty. Uh, so it's actually going to be... So hang on, so we're going to have to roll those rolls back real quick. We'll, okay. So... Uh, so that means John, you'll need to flip. The I need side. to. I need. Well, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I'll need to flip it back. But I need. I need to determine a skill that you'll be using, Ilyana, and a skill that Red will be using to resist. Uh, I this think is you... why there needs to be a bitch skill. <laughs> it does. <laughs> this is also why. This is also a problem that I have with more freeform elements of of games because it's like. Okay, so how do I do things? Well, it becomes an opposed check. Okay, so what do I need to do? Well, you need to decide what skill so, is being relevantly used. I'm like, ah. Yeah, in, I think in this case, it's almost <laughs> entirely determined by what's happening. You're not 
trying to read my mind, you're trying to physically restrain me. Correct. Um, so either it's something like cool, uh, or it's some it's one of the more combat intimidation or no intimidation isn't a thing is it Uh, it's it's resilience used coercion resilience we're gonna say so we're gonna say it's going to be a discipline role on behalf of Ilyana. okay uh and it'll be diff two and uh, I add my add my force yeah your force pull to it yeah so you you basically you would you would set on the force skill you would just set the, the relevant right. skill to discipline and exactly. Yeah. Um, so and it'll be it'll yeah. be. So, hang on, okay. I need to finish this, Mark. Give me mm-hmm. a second. Yep. Uh, it'll be a uh, cool check for Mara for your suppressed okay. thing, difficulty okay. two, uh, and it'll be a. Uh, it'll be a. Man, I, I, Aaron, stop clicking around your character sheet for a second. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I know. I was that. trying to look at what I could do back to you, and it turns out resist critical injury is my like main thing I can do. Uh, it'll be a so dependent on whether or not Neres is able to suppress the power. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be a resilience check difficulty two for red. Yeah, okay. To be fair, resisting critical injuries that are inflicted by Eliana would really annoy her. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so first, Ilyana with yes. a discipline check, difficulty two. Actually, no. First, Neri's with a uh, mm-hmm. with the with the cool check. Cool. Difficulty okay. two. Okay. Uh, uh, you have to add your force points into it. Oh, I do. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sorry. So that plus your force points, because you are Got using it. your power. You're trying to use your power okay. on Ilyana. Yep. <laughs> All right. You didn't fail, so no. you do get to. So, do you want to flip that? Because you're a light side user, aren't you? Yeah. And let me um, let me let me fix the dice pool real quick. Okay. Where's my thing? There it is. Okay, so do you want to use that dark side? Yes. All right, so uh-huh. flip a light yep. side, take a strain, uh-huh. generate a conflict. Yep. All right, yep. you are uh, you are so Ilyana, your total force points generated by this roll will be reduced by one. I'm gonna unless you want to upgrade not, the difficulty. Because I, I can decide. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Is how this works. Yeah, you I'm can, gonna do it. Um, you can either increase the difficulty or suppress a point. Yeah, I'm gonna increase the difficulty because I think I have a better shot at that and control it only reduces it to a minimum of one anyway which would still cause okay so yeah so, uh, so then it'll be three diff three yes. for Ilyana. okay and so we're looking for force points to activate and then it'll be a comparison of your overall role to reds to see if it works right uh two three I mean Okay. I mean Okay. Now a couple extra force dice in there. I will flip that light. Uh, Oh yeah, you've got you've got two you've got you rolled four force die by the way. If you roll into force power and you put force dice in the pool, it puts extra force powers in the pool. I was gonna say This is what happens when you make me roll different things. (laughs) 
when did Ileana join whatever her version of her own personal Jedi Council is? <laughs> okay, well, that's still okay. not bad. Still good, still good. All right, now... And I will flip. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and flip that. Okay, now... We have no light side points. Red, give us the resilience check. Okay. Difficulty two. two yes. Ah, no. <laughs> all right. So, bind I works. I did something this game yet. Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. All right. It's simply like a reach out and, like, just gets wrapped up in nothing or... Actually, that's a good question. I'm pretty sure it's just force power. <laughs> I, what I you, imagine it's somewhat similar to force choke. But actually, how, well, yeah, when, if it, I what think you're doing is right now is force, force choke. choke. I, right. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, that's fair. Corsarath. I guess just, it is, yes. Corsarath just kind of pinches the bridge of his nose, and then without turning to face the group, the lightsaber is in his hand and turned on. So you did take one wound, unsoakable. Okay. Um,. And you are currently the ad- that admiral from the first movie that dared to question Darth Vader. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I got a resistance roll. I think that makes me more competent. Oh no! Yeah, he wouldn't have gotten That's a resistance fair. roll at all. So. That is fair. <laughs> I mean, technically, I don't think if we face Vader, any of us are getting resistance rolls. But it's, you know, it's okay. So there's still three thousand some odd I mean, years it's before hard Vader's to read born. The expression of someone who was wearing a mask and doesn't have eyes. Yeah, right. Eliana just walks up. I was trying to be nice and talk to the group. Next time you interrupt me when I'm trying to help, I won't be this nice. And let's go. Is is there an exterior physical evidence of what's happening? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Seems picked up slightly. Yeah. Red is red is red is red is up on red is up on Zert toes yeah okay being choked by an invisible hand with like okay. yeah i i i i kind of assume you have to do like the whole oh show. yeah no you have to do it <laughs> no I, I i mean there there are gradations of it that we've seen so i wasn't sure if she yeah. just if, if if z looked like z had something all of a sudden caught in her throat or <laughs> if it was Fair. the full-on like levitation no no eliana is not being subtle about this okay and then let's go and backs off. All right. Um, of course, Ralph's lightsaber is just sort of on and in his hand. Lazi so puts a hand on Corsair's shoulder. Looks over and just call. I'm done. I think we should maybe talk amongst ourselves. Thank you for the information. Red, are you all right? I mean, those of you that are sensitive to the force, there's just rolling murderous intent. Corsarath turns the lightsaber off, walks over to Red, puts a hand on Red's shoulder, and is going to use heal. Any any answer to Crack's question from Red? No. No, okay. absolutely not. At this point... Trying to help Cor- help crack 
Eck understand basic things that are happening is exactly what got them. I'm technically not a light side user yet, so I can't do anything with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my you god. You two spent all of our light side points fucking each other over. He did. <laughs> well, to be fair, Yana spent the light side point fucking you over. <laughs> Yeah. Crack will, will 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 in response in given that there's no response will reach out put its hand on the other shoulder and Crack will use heal. Watch Crack roll to dark, dark side. Yes, please. <laughs> please. I am barely nicked. Like I appreciate the thought. Oh, for but... sure. Hey, I just got this power. I want to try to use it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that's about 40% of why I just did that. <laughs> Oh, Wait, I don't know why. You I don't need roll. any difficulty, but you do succeed in generating a point of healing. Okay. Right. So, Codex, right. watching this whole thing happen. If y'all need a room, he just points at one of the doors. Thank <laughs> you. Of course, Wrath looks over his shoulder. Yes. I'll be terminating this bunker in. And he looks down at his at his wrist monitor at his wrist uh, mounted computer. Twenty hours. So, figure your stuff out by then. Thank you. Hurting the group into... <laughs> while, they're, while, they're, while they're going in, Crack turns to Nariz and says, It is very similar to fixing machinery. No context. <laughs> Corsarath leads everyone into the room. Right. The the doorway that you go without argument. <clears throat> the doorway that you go through leads into a short hallway that then connects into what you are assuming is a holding cell of some kind, because there is definitely a room that is separated by a wall, but it's not like but like there's a section of the wall that is currently open. <laughs> Oh, I'm really resisting the urge to just kick Ileana in there. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it's not in character. So, I'm all for it. Corsarath shuts the door behind everyone once everyone is inside. That would require me having a brawn. <laughs> is this going to continue until someone makes an attempt on someone's life? Was the lesson learned? When are you going to learn the lesson? We are in this together right now. I don't discount anybody's actual abilities, whatever I think of the people. All right. That's my issue. Prove your competence and maybe I'll care. Fred, you are very good at digging a very deep hole. I will let very competent in that regard. I will let the witnesses in this room speak to my accuracy. Oh, I have no doubt of your accuracy. Do you even want to be here, Red? Please say no. 
She says under her breath. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. Not poor Red. Poor Red brought this on themselves. (laughs) I mean, this is me. This is Natalie. Crippling social anxiety and bitching and chronic bitchiness, okay? Um, You know. I think your ship is beautiful and doesn't deserve any of you. Unfortunately. If you guys don't want me here, I don't care. I didn't realize that your cult was going to get blown up so fast. I figured you'd have a chance to talk that over. Over her before. Or the inevitable consequences of having a small number her of highly force-sensitive individuals following a tertiary path. I've caught up with you. If you seek to spend any amount of time on the ship that is currently owned by us, you're going to have to figure out how to live and exist without causing constant enmity with the owners of said ship. They really think that she is beautiful? Well, you've got one person on your side. He's not hard. (laughs) No, he's gelatinous. (laughs) Damn it. I was hoping somebody was not going to go there. Screw you, voice of the universe. (sighs) If your continued presence on the ship is going to continue causing this kind of incident... I will leave you on any individual planet of your choice. Is it really me you have an issue with? I have an issue with the conflict you generate. I have less issue with you as a person. Okay, rephrasing. Do you think the conflict's just generated by me being a mouthy asshole? Or is there something else going on? I'll put it to you in this regard. Many of us have had personal issues with the idea of determinism originating from someone's ability to predict the future. None of us have quite come to blows over it. Again, no doubts about the accuracy of the powers. Just as trying to put practical information first. If it's inevitable and you can't do anything about it anyways, why rub it in everyone's face? Because I don't believe in inevitable, but I do believe in foreknowledge. To be fair, part of the reason why it's never come to blows is because I could never do that before. Forcerath looks over Good it. Good for you. Out. Sorry. <laughs> He's getting better at it. Forcerath <laughs> <laughs> looks back at Red. I don't believe that anything that is foreseen is impossible to change. 
but I do believe that having foreknowledge is the best way to ensure the best outcome in any situation. So yes, I do value Ilyana's ability to predict future events. Very weird to see someone that doesn't actually have eyes make the head gesture of someone rolling their eyes. Then you know it's all it's intentional only for the effect. Yes. You know that it is a gesticulation based not on some innate biochemical whatever, but like and I will, an understanding of gesticulation. And I will further note that Ilyana provides a service that we have no other access to. While we may not have an ace pilot. There are numerous people here who are capable of getting that ship in the air. If you want to continue being the pilot for this ship, I need these fights to not continue to happen. Otherwise, as I said, I will leave you on a planet of your choice. I hear Narshada is excellent this time of year. Never mind. Uh, that definitely changes the, the sort of <laughs> crossed arms, eye rolling sort of half a step closer, even though they're standing quite close. I would honestly prefer if we went off and killed Jetta. Aye, but sounds like you're going to kill Sith. Same difference to me. You want practical input from someone who actually knows a bit about killing Sith? I can provide that. Or I can keep my mouth shut. I'm pretty hard to threaten at this point. You told me you're the one who's going to try and kill me if you guys decide I'm not worth it. Go ahead. Try and kill me. Because you... I certainly will, will kill you if I have any inclination you're going to drop me back in hut space. You definitely don't want to start that battle with me. As Avazia takes a step closer to Red. Not only because <clears throat> I will kill you in a clash of lightsabers, but also because I will not be fighting you alone. <laughs> Jash is over in the corner just twiddling his thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Avazia's hand on Saber. I will run you through before you can touch him. The codependent thing is really creepy, I gotta be honest. Crack awkwardly holds up his hands to everybody involved and said, I... 
Archon Cow was fond of saying, let the entity who has never stripped a bolt set the first nut. Never, uh, narrator voice. Archon Cal never said that. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is now, what are we doing next? <laughs> Flashback to young crack working with Cal and, and Archon Cal saying, no, you stripped the last bolt. I'm not letting you set this nut. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I didn't mean to undercut you, but I couldn't resist. It was just too perfect. No, Craig, Craig undercut himself <laughs> by means of both the delivery and the saying, if my acting was not sufficient to get that across. There's still, before we get to what we're doing next, we still need to resolve the issue of do you intend to stay on this ship? I don't think it's my a vote. I think it's your vote. I want to know whether you are willing to put the effort forward to not continue to cause these fights. Both of them this does apply to both of you, yes, but one of them has inordinately caused an, a certain amount of agitation to everyone on this ship. Is it me? No, it's not you, Crack. <laughs> this time. Narrator voice. This time. This time, yes. <laughs> I can promise I won't try to start it. I can't promise that if one gets started, I won't try to finish it. And I think you should understand that. Can you promise that you won't start something from my perspective? Because in your perspective, I've already started something. I don't understand what that means. Reality is in a different sequence for you. All right. Yeah, fine. I can lay off. Uh, but I still don't think it's, it's my choice. I'm going to head out for a bit. I can take your other new companion with me or not. That is not a good idea. Eh. I'm literally heading into the next room over, dear. And you're gonna decide whether or not you want me here. If you want me here, I would really appreciate an explanation for some of what the fuck is actually going on with a lot of you. Because I don't need to be blindsided with, turns out your droid's force-sensitive, of when I'm trying to fly you out of a war zone. I told you this. No, no, you really didn't. I and did. Heads, yeah, over to the next room to give the rest of the group some privacy. First Wrath just again pinches the bridge of his nose. The next room into the prison cell or out of the room and like down the corridor? <laughs> 
out of the room and down the corridor. Okay, so you my had... understanding was that there was a room and there was a main area that. Yeah, so you head back into the main area where Codex yeah. is. Yeah. Codex is still leaning on the computer, watching now you. Well, I think that went well. Of course, Wrath looks across the group. Who is crack attacking? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't see chat. <laughs> I was going to say, okay. Crack looks across the group. Crack looks across the group. Sorry, crack. Yes. God damn it. Fucking. <laughs> I mean, he Curse does. Curse Rev but... develops move and suddenly just uses it to crack force head. Crack's head to turn and look at There's just a. <laughs> I do actually have the move power. Ow. That's right, you do. Course much looks, easier than normal. Course Rad looks across the group. Thoughts? I'm still confused as to, uh, as to outside of, you know... my reaction what I did wrong I mean the reaction is the gist of it yeah I I, I think it was the choking part I feel like that's not the case with somebody who was part of that situation if I and had I, I, I can know how to stop one of, stop doing one of the things. I don't know how to stop doing the other because I don't know what I did. The, from my understanding, Red has a developed distaste for the mysticism that is commonly present among the Jedi Order, which Z seems to perceive in your considerations of the future and perception thereof. That is very unfortunate for Zen. As far as it goes, Z will simply have to learn the difference as far as I am concerned, because I might not agree with determinism, but I don't disagree that you are acting on information as you have it. Thank you. I will tr I will make sure not to start anything again. If I chant Sith runes first before I look into the future, maybe that'll help. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just want to point out that this is not the first time Ileana and Red have clashed on. No, this. it's absolutely not. It's a for but 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 yeah. The last one was them just yelling at each other uh, in an escalating manner. <laughs> it just escalated further. That's all. <laughs> yeah. It... The, the escalation continues until morale improves. The patient sort of has waned, waned away for some... Hey, my morality reason. is not the one that's currently 15. That's true. I didn't say who morale, whose morale improves. I just said until morale improves. 
Morality. So, morale and not morality. Different. Yeah. The, at the very least, do not make the first aggressive action again if you can avoid it. I will try not to. If they make the if if Z makes the first aggressive action, you are more than welcome to react appropriately. Kurzweth, I don't mean to. Um, we carry around lightsabers. If I if I just let them make the first aggressive action, I might be dead. Wielding a lightsaber aggressively is a thing that y I know you can react to quickly. <laughs> All right. I just looked at the time and realized and, and was about to go, oh, I need to start getting logged into work. And then I made myself sad. Oh, sorry. oh. <laughs> sorry. Oh, dude. Yeah, legit. <laughs> <laughs> Group Zoom hug. Yep. <laughs> It's like, oh, it's almost 10.30. It's not a... Oh. <laughs> I 100% I get that. I, I, I remember going through that where I would wake up at the normal time and be like, well, yep. I don't have anywhere to oh, be. Yeah. I know. Yep. Earlier today, I thought it was the weekend. I thought it was like, oh, this is a weird Saturday. <laughs> Just yeah. don't, don't swing first for the simple fact that if Z swings first, we know where we all stand. I'll tell you what, I will go out of my way. When I eventually see, when I eventually foresee that they're going to, that they're going to try and kill me, I will tell you before I shove them out the airlock. So. <laughs> I, I will assist you. And there's actually, there's not, that's, that does not sound like, like she's attempting to joke there. Mm -hmm. I, I, he knows that she isn't, but he still he still <laughs> chuckles. <laughs> Very well. But general opinions as to whether or not Z should even remain on the ship, or whether we should leave Zer on another planet. Meh. And. I believe the preemptive shoving out of an airlock is indeed the origins of the problem. I'm confused. Have we shoved? Uh, have we shoved someone out of an airlock preemptively before? No. But the I if if I I forget things sometimes. The, so the the issue the issue with the mysticism that I believe Red has is the idea of acting before the crime has been committed. The I don't understand the problem. The sensation of determinism that I've that I have mentioned before of you are going to commit a crime, so I'm going to punish you before you've actually committed a crime. Yeah, still not getting it. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, Eliana would do very well in Minority Report. Um, <laughs> So, it's a big oof from me, girl. <laughs> I was being completely honest in my notion that Red does provide excellent piloting skills, but we have more people who can get a ship off the ground. 
what do the rest of you think on regards to whether or not Red should remain on the ship? I don't see why not. I'm increasingly learning I'm a poor judge of character. I abstain from this vote. Vazia will shrug. I hate Zer, but I hate a lot of people. So... If everyone else can get along with Red, I'll try. Can I look at Neri's? Yes, it is up to your actions now. I look at... Uh, I'm assuming Jash didn't actually leave the room. No, Jash is still standing there next to Neri's. Kind of close to be, the door. You might be new to the crew, but you are still a member of the Order. Your thoughts? <sighs> I believe that as it stands, given what little I've observed, as our leader, the fact that the most aggrieved party concerning Red's conduct is willing to allow Zer to stay on the vessel should carry a great deal of weight. Very well. Jeremy regardless of the confused to how 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 Ilyana became the agreed party in this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like he specific he, well let me let me let me make sure to clarify. Yeah. He specifically said aggrieved by Red's conduct. Oh, the one okay. that Red has offended per- personally the most. Fair, fair. Right. <laughs> Now, from 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 an overarching broad picture standpoint, is Ileana the most victimized character on this crew? Fuck now. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna say, don't call Ileana the aggrieved party. That's just gonna encourage her. Oh, yeah. And for anybody trying to do a read on the room, yes, Jash absolutely did not vote. He just said, here's a, here's a salient point, and yeah. then shut up. <laughs> Very well. Abstained, abstained. I hate Zer. Neri's voted something. Ilyana yeah, said it's have, false. We have, we, have, we have exactly one yes. definite yes, and yes. one it's fine, and nobody else voted. <laughs> so by such default, a, such a well like oil. Why Red thought such there a might well be a oiled question. Such a everyone works together so well on this crew. <laughs> I know. Hey, Avazian no longer wants to co-crack. That is that, that is that is that is certainly a thing. <laughs> Very well. To crack it is. <laughs> no, that's, then... that's valid character development. Crack has, mm-hmm. crack has 100% less people wanting to murder him. Yeah. Crack's looking Everything's pretty good right coming now. up crack. <laughs> pretty much. Then you should pull your pants up if that's the case. Everything's coming up Tulpa. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so... In that case, then, it remains a matter of 
trying to avoid creating this conflict again. Now we should actually decide where we are going next. Do you want well, to take a vision, Ileana? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Should we ask Red to come back in? Let Not the until happen. I'm Let done. the vision happen I, first. I, I meant after, so <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. meant we, we will We will bring Red back <laughs> in after Ileana has had a reading. I really like the idea of, okay, bring Red back in and immediately what's it? All right, now we're going to sit around and watch Ileana do a vision. <laughs> um, Avazia will whisper in Korsroth's ear when we have a moment I need to speak with you mm-hmm. <sighs> that junk bump that to two sit down in the corner I'm trying, like, we, we, we just had, like, the opposed force power. Now I'm trying to figure out in what situation would you call for an opposed, an opposed force power role for 4C? If, if you're <laughs> trying to foresee something specific. Yeah. Suppress. Yeah, suppress. Yeah, the obvious someone choice. is trying to shelter a specific <laughs> thing. Uh, I'm, I'm just picturing two Jedi trying to have a future sight off. <laughs> you can see farther. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Well, there's a little more conflict because I want those points. We don't have... Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any light side. You've given me no reason to flip what, a dark side. So. What asshole decided to spend all the light side points? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's okay, though, because... It's okay, though, because it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, <laughs> because... Because I try to look a day in the future. You just get a field there. of static. All right, yeah, because we're in a force power zone. That he specifically said that's what's not trying. Fucking. I was waiting for someone to remember that that had been said. To be fair. Wait, no one else remember? Okay, now Red does look like an asshole. <laughs> I didn't realize no one else remembered that. No, uh, like I okay. Sorry. To be fair, my interpretation of that was like outside looking in. Outside looking in. Yeah, no, that, that's fair. That's a fair interpretation. Not looking at your own history, your own future yeah. while you're in. And that's a fair so, interpretation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we have to leave first. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Personal opinions. I will go ahead and tell you right now, being very familiar with Dark Council members, we as a group do not stand much chance in making we an actual positive We should get impact. Red back here while we yes. are discussing things. Let's get Red back in here. I will go get Red. Jash is, Jash is standing closest to the door, actually. He's going to okay. stick his head out. Red is totally not having an emotional breakdown on the chair outside. No, no, totally calm. With a with a with a chest that shot down two starfighters with a rifle staring them down. <laughs> oh, I can't see that. Oh, I'm I not using my sight. Just I can't tell where he's looking. That's the okay. scene. Can, can I try to get a can I try to get a read on red as I walk out there then? Oh, yeah. Um mm, 
Cool. Meeting Perception or cool or cool. Um, cool. Unless All right. John wants to change that. Yeah, it'd be uh, it'd be uh, cool difficulty too. Um. Hey, I'm just there's a success charm because it's one of the presence rolls, and I don't have any of them. Sure. <laughs> I think the best way to describe this is, you know, that inevitable scene for Jedi type characters where like Ahsoka is trying to meditate or whatever and eventually just goes, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, red is is red mid fuck it. <laughs> yeah, red is red is at the fuck it that is between two attempts at meditation. Okay, gotcha. Uh, that's that's the most Star Warsy way I can explain this. We never we were never doing phrasing in the first place, Greg. <laughs> we should have no, been. Oh no, I have just it's a, a quote from the show. Every sentence anyone has said for this specific game is an innuendo, and I don't understand how it happened. <laughs> I do. Ja ja Josh will just walk up and put his hand on Red's shoulder. There's a kind of jolt, um, almost offensive, but okay. you, you, know. you are still their pilot. Our pilot. Cool. They're beginning to plan. So we should probably rejoin them in a moment. Right. You two, you two if out you there, need... <clears throat> as you're yeah. as you're saying this, the two of you being out there, you hear the 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 bunker door slide open, and somebody descend down. And Codex is still in the same room with us. Yeah. and has been right. Yeah. Okay. And he sort of turns to look over towards the door and raises a hand. Okay. Holding. Do I, can I see who it is coming yeah, in? There's a figure walking down the steps uh, with a what looks like a fairly smaller. Uh, so Codex is about six two. This figure is mm -hmm. probably about five eight. Okay. Um, where uh, with a uh, what looks like it was originally a white full face helmet that's been splashed with red, wearing uh, wearing a long sort of red cloak that seems to have been wrapped up in multiple places with a black. Uh, reinforced jumpsuit underneath and a lightsaber dangling on their hip. This is the figure. You for, thank, Brief. thank you for pre-establishing Corsarath's height for me because I actually never wrote that down. <laughs> uh, they uh, they sort of s <laughs> s uh, uh, they s this figure steps down uh, to the bottom step, looks over, sees the two of you, looks over at Codex who just does a, a hand motion. brief nod and then turns back to red when you need to speak if you want to speak to someone who does not know the specifics of your past come find me there's a nod um, and I'm just gonna follow Josh, if anything happens, because I can't see all of these hand signs that are happening. 
Yep. And Jash will sort of, yeah, give just a little bit of a tug on the shoulder, kind of. All right, we're leaving now. And bring Red back into the room. I'm only like tough like 3% of the time when I remember that I can do that. (laughs) (sighs) So once everyone is back in the room. All right. So as far as next steps go, I will share my experience regarding members of the Dark Council and say that as a group, we will not be able to make a significant impact in that regard. Well, we would probably be assisting a strike team. Yes. Ilyana raised a hand. Ilyana. What, what if we get control of a really, really, really big ship and just ram it right into them? <laughs> Well, that would be impressive. I don't think that's anything we would be providing specifically. <laughs> Fair. Right. Also, of, of all the of all the Dark Council members that could pull a Star Killer, uh, uh, Flexati is, is that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, Red will raise a hand. Red. I would like to offer the insight that the Jedi have found crashing Star Destroyers into Sith doesn't necessarily kill them, and sometimes they can grab them. And of, of all of the Dark Council, Fluxati would be the one to be able to do that second part. I mean, fair. We have tried that before. It's. I think in this particular okay. case, the specifically non-force-sensitive brand of force-sensitive assassins that Codex appears to have a certain level of experience with would likely be the best equipped to deal with a Dark Council member. Codex has the capacity to enact anti- force contingencies without having to rely on the force himself. And that level of skill set is more of what would be necessary to kill someone like Fluxati. And we do not have anything near that level. I can't argue with that, but surely there's something productive we can be doing somewhere. We can, absolutely. And my suggestions and my suggestions would be that we should begin gathering and contacting what members of the Order we know were not on the Aeon Cutter at the time of its attack. I think we should be finding our contacts on Coruscant and Alderaan. Good. Does the Order have allies of which we're aware, or would our contacts there be the only ones who would know that? Do I have an answer to that, GM? Make a lore check, difficulty two. Can I try that too? Yeah, go ahead. You. Please, guys. One threat. Um. The 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 Twilight Order does have ties to some of the. Uh, uh, more aligned organizations, not the Jedi specifically, but for instance, uh, um, um, um. Cassilian was one was is a former Green Jedi, 
uh, which are the Corellian Force users that are uh, the Green Jedi Order is very specifically a not not the Jedi Order, but they are the Jedi Order for Corellia. Um, uh, so yeah, you know, you know, Cassilian was a member of the Green Jedi. Uh, you know the Baron Sages. Uh, I think it's Baron Sages. Um, are uh, a a neutral affiliation that some members of the of the of the Twilight Order either came from or have contacts with. Um, there are a few other not quite polarized uh, orders that the Twilight Order does have some connection with. I know of a handful of potential allies outside of the Order that we might be able to reach out to, but I would rather have an Archon there to make any of those contacts. You know what your Archons were doing, right? Even if you don't have their contact information? Yes, we know know what their tasks were on Coruscant and Alderaan. (laughs) That could make it easier to find them. Especially if they might recognize you. Indeed. If anyone else has any ideas, I'm open to listening to them, but my immediate suggestion of our next step should be to find and and inform the Archons we know how to find. Then we should decide which location we wish to reach first. My personal my personal vote would be for Alderaan. I'm Can I make dis- a roll to see what Jash knows about the Alderaan situation and which Archon is there? Sure. We're going to make a lore check difficulty. Actually, education check difficulty, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not disagreeing, but why is that out of curiosity? Because Coruscant is far closer to, well, it is the seat of Republic space and is thus innately more dangerous for us as individuals, and I would rather we be more prepared going there. I mean, clearly the solution here is to split up into two groups. (laughs) One group going there, one group going there. I'm trying to get revenge on John for Aaron because the amount of times that we did that in the Star Wars game. We're going to follow two entirely separate plot lines on two entirely separate planets. You act like this is that would be the first time you guys have done that when I'm GMing. (laughs) This is fair. Um, Jash. Mm-hmm. So you know you know that um you know that Alderaan's the middle of a civil war. Mm-hmm. Uh you know that uh specifically Ro- uh, uh, Roland Pantier uh, is mm-hmm. the archon that is there who is trying specifically to restore power to the Pantier family who were mm-hmm. who were deposed from power by the current uh by the Ulgos who are currently sort of usurping uh the Pantier throne right. on Alderaan. Um current current regime in power, yeah. He's trying yeah, he's trying to restore power to the to the fallen regime primarily because if the Ulgos maintain their power, then Alderaan will go to the Sith Empire, and if the um if the Organas take power from the Olgos, then it'll fall to the Republic. And he doesn't want Alderaan to 
be become a casualty in the greater galactic civil war because it is a very it's a very in addition to just being a wealthy planet it is also a very wealthy um resource it's a very it's it has a, a plenty of it has plenty of abundant natural resources and a mm-hmm. lot of natural landscape and wildlife that would be a very appetizing target for either faction should they join one or the other. The, I, okay. the, the irony of the Olgos being being Imperial aligned is hilarious for anyone who played Knights of the Old Republic. Trask's family are dicks. Clearly, we clearly, clearly, what we need to do is wipe out the Organa family because that will have no implications on, <laughs> on anything at all going forward. <laughs> you know, yeah. we could just blow up there Alderaan. There are so many lost. We just blow up Jack, Jack beat me to it. Probably a non-issue. <laughs> we could just blow up Alderaan. That is true. Um, <laughs> Then Jash, no, Jash will sort of lead really in. Really big laser cannon. <laughs> we All cannot right. find a laser cannon. And a lot of kyber crystals. Uh, we, we've, we've got a pallet of grenades. <laughs> <laughs> that is not enough to blow up the planet. I'll see what I can do. A palace, maybe. A planet. Um, what we need to do but, is but get actually our new Sith friend angry enough at the planet. And then the planet will clearly be cut in half. <sighs> Uh, what Josh will actually say, um, contacting Archon Pantir then would probably be our most logical form of approach to Alderaan and would give us, for those of us that might be feeling the need to strike out at the Sith in a more general sense, in the wake of what's happened to the Cutter, we would at least have some targets there. I think of the two options, Alderaan is further from the Republic and closer to where those of us who desire to can take action to harm the Sith Empire. And for those of us that don't particularly feel an affiliation or an enmity towards either side, maintaining the neutrality of a world giving the chance for hopefully some people to exist outside the machinations of the two primary political factions. Is anyone opposed or have a better plan? Not at the moment. I would prefer not to go to Coruscant as it is technically my home world. Easily avoid it then. Hmm? For now, we may need to go there eventually. We'll cross that hyperspace lane when we come to it. Look at you adapting idioms. Right? (laughs) I hear there's a really. I feel like I adapted that one better than Crack did his. (laughs) (laughs) I hear there's a really cool planet like right at the center called this we should definitely go there see just from the way you say that i don't need to look up my star wars lore that i've forgotten to say no that is the planet that will eventually become the emperor's home world 
Right. Okay. The, no. the, the, issue, the issue with that is if you stare too long into Biss, it stares back at you. Yeah, God. <laughs> we understand George Lucas does not laying things subtly. <laughs> Elan Sleaze Bagano. So, if that is decided, do we need rest or should we get out of here? We've been resting for several days. Uh, I think we should get get moving again as soon as possible. Said Crack, who has not slept since they left the Aeon Cutter. (laughs) (laughs) Dissenting opinions? Before we head out, I do need to speak with you. Mm -hmm. I also need to speak with Codex. Sooner we get out of this area, the better I have a headache. Eliana, would it help to be back on the ship? You and I could return and start the... Uh, I could begin the departure preparations. If it Probably. Be... Depends on how long that... How far that thing carries. Well, can't hurt. That's not true. It can hurt. Well, and there is also the question of... Apparently, there are some rather significant endemic predators here, and I would hate to see the two of you wander off by yourselves and become snacks. Hmm. Yes. By the way, Codex has another guess, I think. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. Who? No. A force user of some type carried a lightsaber, at least. Hmm. Came in from the outside shortly, hmm, a while ago. Considering the setup of this place, likely another member of Black Pyramid. Crack, when is possible, we'll pop his head out to see if he can see the person. Yeah, there's a, there's an individual sort of ha- has taken up a position next to Codex that looks like, for all the world... Um, Oh, I'm trying to think of what movie it was that I saw this happen. Night of the Roxbury. No. Um, <laughs> Night at the Museum. I feel like it was a Marvel movie or something, but uh, anyway, it's doing doing the thing that that younger uh, that younger uh, 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 people will do around uh, parental figures, where they're sort of mimicking positioning. Uh, like this figure has set up slightly further down the console from Codex and has adopted the same like sort of lean back mm. position that Codex has. Oh, okay. That does like, not, di- that does not like, discount like Sheriff Knight Brody's, of the Roxbury. Right, like Sheriff Brody's kid in Jaws. <laughs> yeah, yeah, legit. Okay. All I'm saying is that it, 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 Codex is just doing this a little bit. That does not discount my <laughs> no. night at the Roxbury. It, it, it's particularly unsettling for Crack as he picks his head out because Codex is completely unmoving with his red eyes staring at Crack right now. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I assume you're not you- done because everyone hasn't come out yet. We heard that there was a new arrival. Yep. I'll introduce you when you're all done. 
Okay, I'll wait here. Crack comes out and just stands by the door. Of course, Rath looks at the rest of them. Judging by that conversation, let's get out there. <coughs> of course, Rath starts to head out to the main room. Yeah. Avazia will pull him back into the room (laughs) if everyone else is going out. Yep. When you get out there, Ilyana, the figure sitting, the figure leaning against the console next to Codex is one of the figures that you saw previously in one of your visions. Uh, Specifically the one with the the purple lightsaber. You! The, The helmeted head looks up. Me. You. Me. What is it this time? <laughs> I think I just—I—I've I, seen them on a wanted right? poster. What on a wanted poster? No, talk Damn it. to someone. I don't know who though. He crosses his arms again, slightly huffier than he was than he had them previously. Meanwhile, Same. back in this room. Mm. <laughs> of course, Rath looks at Avazia. I have been observing Codex. Do you know what I'm about to say to you? I have suspicions. I was observing both of you earlier. And I believe he is your father. If not, not someone related to you. Considering the... Considering the statement Nibishuza gave us when he first rescued us from Mm -hmm. your home world, it would not surprise me. I had my suspicions when you were first sent the the plans to get here, but I wasn't sure until until he took his helmet off. I wouldn't put it past my mother to choose a chiss simply for the renowned intellectual and mental prowess of the, of the species as a potential genetic bank for an assassin child. Turns out when you mix red and blue, you get burgundy. It's really weird. <laughs> burgundy, which is a shade of purple, like that kid's lightsaber. <laughs> it's all, con- it's, it's all, all connected. Or service related to that kid's lightsaber? Yes. <laughs> Let me pull out my cork board. <laughs> I need to get a cork board. Corserath is 7% lightsaber on his mother's side. A <laughs> <laughs> 22% uh, um, uh, thermal detonator on the other side. That would explain a lot. That wouldn't it? <laughs> you said you needed to speak with him I do he'd been, I... he'd been looking for at my request potential deprogramming methods 
Would it be all right if I came with you? Of course. But let's go see what he has to say to all of us first. Yes. You join the rest. Right, so, this is Ronan. He says, thumbing his, uh, uh, thumbing his finger towards the masked individual. That Ronan? Codex looks, for the first time, you get a, like, a, a look of puzzlement on Codex's face. Yeah. What do you mean, that Ronan? And then Ronan goes, yes, that Ronan. <laughs> huh. Hey. Codex looks over and then back. What do you mean that Ronin? I poorly informed for an information broker. Corsarath looks, <laughs> looks over at Red. What was the history here? I don't think we ever got that story. Oh yeah, it didn't seem important because this is a person that, <clears throat> and. Much more quietly, I like probably Avasia can hear because I assume Avasia is not going to let me close to Cursorath alone. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> but like trying not to be heard from across the room. Target from my previous career. Hmm, that makes more sense. <laughs> there are some people who are interested in you. Yeah, I mean, I'd hope so. I've been doing all manner of raiding all up and down the galactic, you know, like hyperspace lanes. Codex just reaches out and smacks the back of Ronin's helmet. <laughs> it's a ping! Ow! Had that coming. Yeah, I deserve that. It's scary how you can do that without me knowing you're about to do that, by the way. He says, looking at Codex. Yeah, doesn't it suck? Yes! I like this one. <laughs> From my understanding, that's part of his job. Okay, that's what you mean by that codex. Or that by, sorry, that's what you mean by that, Ronan. Got it. Yes, this is Ronan. He's an operative with our organization and also has been making a bit of a name for himself harassing Republic and Sith uh, trade routes. Useful for gathering information and supplies and also for making a boogeyman. Ronan goes, I'm good at it, too. You wouldn't be useful if you weren't. Alright, so have you all made a decision? We're going to head to Alderaan and try and contact one of our Archons. Well, uh... When we get ready to terminate this fu- this base's functionality, we'll walk you back to your ship and part ways there, then. Mm-hmm. I need to speak with you privately as well. Sure. And uh, I'd recommend nobody try to leave the base on your own. The Varns get... The Varns are very good at ambushing on seemingly impossible-to-ambush areas. How do you stop them? have a device that we've developed that emits a particular frequency that they can't stand and keeps them at a good distance. May I see one? He holds up his right hand. May I have one? No. May I study one? No. 
Do you have schematics? No. Do you have notes? No. A rough Arthur sketch on the back of a napkin? Needing some no. privacy. <laughs> Horseworth mentioned needing some privacy and gently uh, uh, guiding track back to the other room. Codex actually just sort of motions towards Corzorath and moves to, through the other door. Ah, fair leaving, looks over it. Leaving Ronan at the computer just sort of, again, with that same pose that Codex was doing. <laughs> Corzorath looks over her shoulder at Avazia and nods and she'll nod and follow. Head into the room. Uh, the room that you're that you follow Codex into uh, is some seems to be like a combination uh, bedroom supply room. Uh, you have now seen two beds in this entire place, which seems like it's sort of this is a, a purpose-built bunker of some kind. Um, considering that there's only two members of the Black Pyramid that you've seen on uh, on base. Uh, Coming in, uh, as he steps in, he reaches over and grabs a data pad uh, and turns around and just sort of tosses it to you. Catch. I believe that's the information you were looking for on deprogramming. Uh, there's a couple of different ways that you can go about it, one of which is a little bit harder than the other. But, of course, of course information looks down at the, at the data pad. It's a listing of project uh, names and uh, site and like numbers and citations. There are. It seems like this is a list of various Republic and Sith Empire uh, brainwashing projects and notations about which ones would be more effective. The idea generally is to brainwash yourself into against being brainwashed. If you provide your own programming to override any existing programming. Well, Mother was thorough. It would take very thorough methods to get around her. There's a couple of different... The Republic and Sith Empire are both approaching this problem from various different angles to keep their agents from being captured and turned on them by the, by the opposing factions. So depending on basically where you want to go to break into a research lab is going to be your best bet. I'd offer the I'd offer the option that I used, but it's no longer available because I made sure to end it. When was that? When you're in Imperial Intelligence, they like to leave uh, controlling phrases. So I had to rid myself of the impulse. Was that how Mother managed to get a hold of you? Yep. I apologize for that, if nothing else. Yeah, it's not your fault. <sighs> Do you have a recommendation? Republic side uses cybernetics. The Sith side uses force powers. I'd recommend the cybernetics. Harder to get around. It's hard to it's hard to Jedi mind trick a computer. <laughs> I'll look into it then. As your friend probably figured out, he's uh, sort of nodding back towards the room, and you get the hint he's 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 directing that at Ilyana. 
though how effectively can that be hacked from a more traditional standpoint it'd have to jam a spike into your brain so difficult in the first place yeah. All right. I mean if you're unconscious it's easier but As it turns out, once you start going down this road, even if it wasn't by your own hand, it's very hard to get off of it. Mm-hmm. Anything else? No. I think that's it. And just like that, you've provided more for me than my other parent. Well, you know. It's a really low bar. <laughs> Catastrophically. <laughs> well, to be fair, you've also provided significantly more than just this, if Nibishusa's reasoning was anything to go by. He just shrugs. Supposedly, he pulled us off of the planet that was being bombarded by the Republic as a favor as a favor to you. Probably. <laughs> you two are very similar. <laughs> Kodak just looks over. <laughs> really? I figured the skin would be the biggest dish. <laughs> I. Mint. There is a grin. <laughs> Both him and Korthrath grin at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> we should get going. It was nice speaking to you. Well, you still got a little while. Like I said, we have preparations to make here before we leave, and you don't, really don't want to cross that wasteland by yourself. And I appreciate the assistance. And he holds up his hand. Proprietary technology, not passing it out. Understood, even if Crack does not. Eh. I don't think I don't think Crack knows the meaning of proprietary, actually. He might. Just not the importance. <laughs> Crack is currently a piece of technology which he which he cannot have fresh. <laughs> <laughs> When you have the only piece of technology that keeps you safe from the native wildlife, you keep it. (laughs) Back in the other room, Craig is just constantly leaning in. He's like, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) That's when he just hits you with a stun gun and just... Anyways. Alright, well. Want to rejoin your friends? We should, before they get too suspicious of why we're standing around here talking. You say that as if they're not already. I mean, they are. But. So. Liana probably knows. Oh no, Liana can't use any of her force powers in this room. Well, none of her future sight things. I built this place specifically to stop precogs, so. At which point... You can't see it. You just hear. <laughs> I just always think of her as knowing everything. Well, the people that think they know everything are sometimes the easiest to trick. So. Good to know. That was actually the number one 
<laughs> method of my training. Anyways, the three of you come back out. Was anybody doing anything while that conversation was going on in the main room? Other than Ilyana randomly blowing raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be I'll be talking to Ronan, hopefully. Um, do you know where you are going next? What you are doing? Nope. I don't make those decisions because I run my mouth. Right. That's... Silence. That's it. That's all. You <laughs> <laughs> said very specific goals. Nope. That's <laughs> not worth it. I'm not gonna have this. I'm not gonna make small talk. <laughs> so this 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 is Zayon in Star Wars. Kind of, yeah. I was gonna say there there so probably was some yeah. very interested uh, watching as Ilyana was trying to see how Nerys was going to try to small talk. <laughs> Ooh, this should be fun. Yeah, no. Nerys apparently does not small talk ever. Yeah, no. It's um, like it's like watching a it's like watching a cat figure out how to operate a computer. Yeah, there's a there's a video game about that. Uh, kind of. An actual cat and an actual computer. Coding, uh, trying to code a, com trying to code a translation device for some guy's cat, but, anyways, uh, it's a weird video game, <clears throat> mostly about coding. The uh, uh, so yeah, Ronan, in response to Neri's silence. Yeah, no, I'm I'm more the muscle guy in this operation, more than the brains and thinking. I just sort of am told what to do, given a target. And I make sure that target goes away. Ah. Blows imaginary smoke off of a finger gun. I see. I see. So, what's the biggest thing you blew up? Well, there was... And he, he, he goes on about talking... He just starts going off. And you get the sense that he basically operates as a privateer for the Black Pyramid, where he will, like... Mm -hmm. He, he, he will yes. fly very small fighter ships into the hangar bay of very large ships and disable them from the inside out, mostly by using a lightsaber. Interesting. There's a brief moment of interest until Eliana realized that she, that, that, that she missed the fact that the word up was included in that, and then she stops paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I will... Go to enough of that conversation to keep it going because I have a feeling this guy is going to keep oh, yeah. keep going on, and he yeah. will. And and as he's talking, yeah, you learn he knows nothing about plans. Shit. <laughs> okay. His handlers know exactly who he is and do not give him any information that is that might be told that might be told to others. Your Got it. Att your expert attempts at espionage are for naught. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually Codex, Corsairaz, and Avasi return to the room alright so again we're going to be setting this place to melt down in a few hours so if you guys need to rest, sleep eat some food there's uh, some rations in the back there he says pointing at the back wall where there's like some small lockers Corsairaz looks over at Red see rations are just a standard <laughs> 
can we assist at all with your preparations? Nope. Right. Of course, Rath sits down and starts pouring over this data pad. So yeah, you uh, you find out it like I said earlier, it's mostly just a bunch of project details and project files. Um, what planets or space stations are these projects being performed on? Uh, so t- the Republic projects are spread ac- are spread out across a couple of different uh, Republic worlds. Um. Coruscant obviously has one of the the, the more advanced uh, technology projects, but they are also working on uh, one of these projects on Taurus, um, and they have one going uh, uh, operating in Narshada. The Sith projects are universally on Dromenkas, all three of them, just various locations around Dromenkas. Mm-hmm. Here. Well, that pretty handily eliminates all the Sith projects. <laughs> I mean, you could theoretically sneak on to Drummond Koss. Yeah, and then getting anything done without getting noticed is a whole different problem. <laughs> Coruscant is a theoretically open trade world. Drummond Koss, not so much. No, but you are Sith, so. Yeah. So that's the so yeah that's the that's the, the general locations of it. Uh, this is mostly tracking data. It doesn't have any of the like pro, uh, like core project details, so you're not going to get any relevant information without going to any of these locations. But you do get a basic overview of each project, which includes the location and the scientists working on it. Josh is eating because he's bored. <laughs> You eat that fairly basic, <laughs> bland, tasteless ration be- ration block. <laughs> Avazi is Avazi is just reading over Corsair's shoulder. Corsair will mark down the ones on Coruscant because that's already a place we need to go eventually, and the one on Taurus because it is of the three not in hot space. No, it's not. I mean, neither is Coruscant, but. Yeah, but hot space is a specific problem that has already been established. Yeah. <clears throat> the um, Codex seems to just be busying himself with the computer, and Ronin seems to be very specifically chatting up anyone who wants to, but in a manner that means he's keeping an eye on all of you. Mm-hmm. I will see if, without prompting any of his exploit stories line up with stuff that I knew. Uh, yeah. You, 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 you definitely learn a, a few more details about the rating that he's been doing on Republic Transports, which was specifically the thing you were sort of sent out there as a hunter for. Um, yeah. He seems to be very interested to know if there are any, like, Republic bounty posters. It seems like getting a officially posted bounty is one of his dreams. I feel ya. 
<laughs> me, not Ilyana. Me. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Did I see anyone I was... Yes, Ronan does. There are bounty pucks with Ronan's face on them. Cool. Well, his helmet. No one's seen his face. Okay. Good to know. Not mentioning it, though. <laughs> that gives away too much about me. He will. He will also. He will also occasionally uh, uh, flip his lightsaber around his hand. Um, you can tell by looking at it that it's designed to. It's designed to be held in a reverse grip, uh, just mm-hmm. from the way it's the way that the triggering uh, the the like the, the switches are positioned and the 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 slight curve of the grip. Um, and he seems to when he whenever he's bored, he seems to just do like. You know, like some people will do like uh, pencil, pencil, pencil spinning, or pin spinning. He does that with his lightsaber, <laughs> just or in his just, walking, walking, walking the coin. Yeah, just with his left hand, he'll just flip the lightsaber around constantly yeah. as he's as he's having conversations. But unless anything else is happening, oh. a few hours passed. You all get some rest. Um, enough time passes that you'll heal that one wound that you don't have anymore because it was already healed. Uh, and any strain that anybody had will have gone away. All right, Codex says before picking up his helmet, putting it back on, locking it in place, and thus activating the voice modulator again. Time to go. Everyone head out front. Mm-hmm. You all exit. Follow the group. Yep. Uh, Kodak's being the last one out. He comes out. Again, not carrying anything other than the rifle that he carried in. Uh, and as he does, as the door closes, by, as the, the hatch in the ground closes behind him, he begins walking towards the ship. And after he makes a few steps beyond the rest of you, there's a... And that area of ground just collapses in on itself. I'd, I'd like to watch the, the gauntlet and see if I can monitor for frequencies on the way back, just to pick up what he's doing to sure. the barn away. Give me a perception check difficulty, too. As I monitor frequencies? Well, you're my... watching the gauntlet first. Okay. Two... One success, one threat. So, yeah, so you're able to pick up the 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 pattern at which he activates whatever it is he's activating. Now you can give me a computer's check difficulty three. Okay. Hmm. You gonna flip any dark side on us at any point? No. It's more dark sided to not. Three success, one threat. I'm saving it. <laughs> Um, so looking through your sort of signal finder that you're, that you're using to just sort of like scan for what's happening every time he activates it. And it seems to be a, it just seems to be a, uh, uh, generating a wide burst electromagnetic frequency that is generating sound and also electromagnetic waves, um, that are expanding out to a great distance and are specifically tuned to a frequency that seems to bother the creatures of this planet. 
the technology you're not able to you're not really able to reverse engineer the technology it seems like it's probably something integrated into the suit he's wearing um but you do have the frequency for whatever that's worth okay great if you wanted to build something that could emit that frequency yourself yeah that's that's specifically what i wanted anyway just to get the get the frequency yep you have the frequency Excellent. We know how well Crack does making things make noise. <laughs> but like slave collars. <laughs> After a little while, you all get back to your ship. Though you can't really tell that it's there. The the manta rays that settled over it ha- seem to ha- seem to be making it look like a mountain. Like there's just like sort of like a spire of rock where your ship was. Uh, after uh, a few button presses on the uh, forearm computer, and they decloak, now appearing once again as manta as these giant manta rays lift off and settle back down onto the ground on either side of the shield. All right, good luck in your travels. Looks over at Course Wrath. You know how to contact me if you want uh, to provide an update or get new further information. Indeed. Can we take one of those? Crack points at the manta rays. No. Crack, do you know what proprietary means? Yes, of course. Do you know what the point of it is? <laughs> Define point. <laughs> Corserath looks at Codex and just smirks. You can't tell if there's a reaction behind the mask. I will head back to the ship. Let's get going. Nereus, as we approached and were seeing the, that we couldn't see the ship, um, had turned on their... Because um, I think my... Uh, the vision uh, things in my in my helm in my uh, head. The electro binoculars yes. can do like infrared and stuff like that. Yep. I wanted to see if I could if those were picking up as odd on my thing. If I noticed anything else as we're going along. Uh, as uh, with infrared on, they seem yeah. to take or, on. They seem thermal. to have the yeah yeah with your with your thermal vision on. They seem to have taken on the same temperature as their surroundings, as far okay. as the thermal as far as the thermal thing. They so they I seem to have tell. some sort of thermal camouflage. Got it. So I yeah. can't tell they're there. Yeah. Well, the ship's there until it lifts off. Okay. Precisely. Okay. Right. Also, while you're while you're using your macro binoculars, you do get a bit of static whenever he triggers the warding signal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good luck. Same to you. Stay safe out there. Try not to die. I make a habit of it. Call if you need anything. Will do. Send... Send me your technical specifications. No. Crack <laughs> pouts a little bit, but gets onto the ship. We enjoy all that stuff that's going to happen. We have or similar. Don't. We have I'm similar sure. goals. I'm assuming I'm that boss. you and the order have worked together in past. Feel free to call on us if you need us. Not me and the order so much as me and very specifically one member of the order. <laughs> You can at least count one other member. 
All right, get going. You guys apparently have quite a journey ahead of you. To Alderaan it is, then. Of course, Wrath will head on to the ship. As, as the group of you head on, you get up into the pilot seat or get up into wherever you're going. Uh, if anybody looks out, like through sensors or through the cameras, the next time any of you get a chance to look out a window, they're not there anymore. Mm-hmm. They're very good at disappearing. Uh, yes, you're back on the ship. Of course, Ralph will head up to the cockpit. Red's doing the sort of flight preparations. Alright. Let's get to Alderaan, then. I wasn't being evasive, I just didn't think it was the right place to give all the details. Um, My role as a Padawan was to track down and eliminate, investigate and eliminate threats and dark side affiliated entities. Uh, Ronan was the next name on my list when the Republic ship I was with. (sighs) Yeah. I've I've mentioned our roles were similar. I figured, but in light of recent conversations, additional transparency can't hurt even if I figured you'd assume still good to know not much else I can offer with that but I think it's time we left this dust rock behind yeah let's do it who wants to make the astrogation roll not, uh, not me. <laughs> All right. Difficulty two. Go go gadget crab bots. Because you're not on a right. You're not on this planet. Is not connected to any major hyperlane, so you have to navigate. Ah <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Um. They they have a skill of three, so they upgrade it three times, right? Three advantage, no success. All right, you make a chart. You chart a course that you think will get you guys back to a hyperspace line. Cool. At which point you'll then have to use, then you can use the the nav computer to navigate to Alderaan, but you have to get back to hyperspace lane first. Because right now you're in an area the nav computer does not recognize as being an area. Well, you're certainly here. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> the nav computer is just repeating. Please return to the highlighted route. Yeah. Please return. Basically. To the oh my god. Alley, you're on alley. <laughs> Got that one. I'm not in an alley. God damn it. We're parking. Or there. looks like you're in the middle of this lake. Well, obviously no, but I mean, it's to be fair to the computer. It is not obviously no. The computer doesn't <laughs> know that it's not being soaked. <laughs> so we take off <laughs> that doesn't work until we can teach computers to feel things and as we know that's the worst idea in the world 
or the best. Oh, don't be mean to Neri's is, is pseudo-species. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about programming computers and robots to feel pain. We already do that. I know. Why? Shits because and giggles. And, sorry, yeah. <laughs> do you need a roller? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, uh, uh, piloting... Piloting space difficulty too, as my cool. as my mouth begins to betray me too. Because of pain are you response. upgrading that, or are there any other factors? No, no upgrades. Uh, just the handling, which is gives you two setback dice. Right. Because I rolled well before remembering that. <laughs> I know what you were about hey, to say. That is and a that beautiful is clunker. Two triumphs, three successes, because fuck you, I'm a good pilot. Fair. William, I know what you're about to say, and that does not apply because you can you can you can have the same physical and and logical reaction thought without the actual sensation of the pain. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. I'm trying to find out which route I need you guys to be on. Because all the hyperspace lanes are named, but the name isn't consistent between the outer rim and the core worlds, so no, you have to like actually how... like. It's like crossing I a county don't... line. This one right. Yeah. It's great. It's like how all of our highways have both state highway names and and, and U.S. highway names. Okay. The worst. So it'll take you. The thing about California, we're too fucking big for that shit. It'll take you a day to get to the next hyperspace lane. Okay. Well, we're just going for the next day, and, the, and we should be able to make an actual jump from somewhere. Assuming Navi computer worked out. Actually, can I spend those two triumphs to ensure that if the Navi computer isn't actually taking us to a lane, that I'm alerted of any dangers? Yeah, you spend those two triumphs to make sure you don't accidentally run into a star. <laughs> Great. Or Good. accidentally uh, drop out of hyperspace into a star, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is ideal. Also, Aaron, I-5 blatantly disagrees with you. We do not call it the Golden State Highway. What I mean is that the name is consistently one or the other. Yeah. Um... Well, it's, it's like how it's, it's like uh, our our um, Highway 78 out here in Snellville has like three different names depending on where you're at, though it's consistently Highway 78, but it'll be, you know, Main Street or Athens Highway or like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Georgia 20 or Georgia. Yeah. Or a different like, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it's like it's US 78 no matter where you're at, yeah. but where you're at, it'll have a different secondary or third name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but. So, you have a day before you hit the next hyperspace lane. Well, of course, Wrath will look down at where um, Red is sitting. Since we have a day, do you feel like a sparring match? Sure. Um, sort of make sure the ship will be fine and then yeah, head over to the restored sparring area. Mm -hmm. So you head over to the hangar. 
for 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 the DM's edification, Corsarath is using this sparring match as a demonstration. Okay. <laughs> That's ominous. So what's your defense, Red? Posse um, is going to watch this. Hell yes. Hell yes. <laughs> Hey, I'm not actually all that bad at combat. This is the character I built to do things. I'm just not William levels of good at doing. This is a, the equivalent, character. like, like this is the equivalent of the scene in The Matrix where it was like, Neo's fighting, fighting Morpheus and everybody, wherever they are, it's something like... <sighs> Neary's isn't, but yeah. I get you. Um, I have one range to zero melee, apparently. So we'll get a lightsaber difficulty two, and I'm going to flip a dark side to upgrade the difficulty. Cool. So actually, buddy. actually, yeah. No, I'm just gonna upgrade the difficulty because that's funnier. Yeah, difficulty upgraded once, and then so duelist training. I get a boost die for that. I get. Oh, that's right. I have abilities. I forgot about those. You are fighting one person, so your curved hilt gives you that extra advantage. Yep. For the first round, I'll fight nominally straight and fair. Uh, We'll see how it goes. And you can start queuing up all your things while William. Williams will be rolling first, but you'll also be rolling a lightsaber attack with difficulty two. Actually, uh, William, do you, what's your what's your defense? Uh, three melee defense. Yeah. So with three, uh, so difficulty two with three setback dice. I'll go ahead and use a light side just to upgrade my attack. Where is your three melee defense coming from? Just so uh, it, it is two. Two of it is from my lightsaber has defensive two. One of it is from my armor. So your oh, armor, what? So your armor won't stack your melee defense. You get the higher of the two, so you have two melee defense. Uh, defensive weapons apply that on top of your armor. No, do. they don't. You take the high, you take whichever one's the higher for that for that defensive element. So like if your armor, so so that's a good time to explain it. So if your armor gives you ranged defense and melee defense, and your weapon gives you melee defense but not range defense, you get the high, whichever defense is higher for that category. So you'd get the two from your weapon, not the one from your armor, but you'd still have the one range from your armor, not the zero from your weapon. Um, okay, good news. Because William's rolling first, I don't have quite as many things helping me. It's it's a, it is a, it is a, it is a rule that is easy to miss. It is in the. Uh, it is on page. Uh, here's the difference, though. Um, the defensive quality does not provide a defense rating. It increases your defense rating. Wait, defensive is melee. Let me yes. take a look. Oh, then I have one melee, zero ranged. Okay, so you have one setback die to your attack, William. Sorry. That's fine. Yeah, the defensive quality does not provide a melee defense. It increases your defense rating. Uh, so, yes, it increases your defense rating, meaning it provides you with defense. 
Multiple sources of defense do not stack. The defensive trait is a source of defense. It does not stack. All right. We've got a GM ruling for now. Um, we can sort through the book later. You can find the you can find the information on the ruling on page two thirteen. Well, you're still a combat monster, yeah. even if you have one less defense. Yeah. And we know that you're better at optimizing characters than me. So yes. So you have your difficulty two, one setback die, lightsaber attack, and plus all your bonuses. And reds is difficulty two, two setback die. Mm-hmm. Plus all your bonuses. Oh, my bonuses only kick in if I'm trying to deal a critical wound, unfortunately. If I crit, I fuck you up. Well, this is basically a lightsaber attack roll, so... Yes. I'll just go ahead and use that. And yeah, I'll go ahead and flip that light side back. And I'll also be spending a dark side to upgrade the difficulty of yours as well, Red. Okay. Okay. You want me to roll, or yep. is there anything else? Yep, go ahead and roll. Well, we're not that unevenly matched. No. So, as you begin your spar, Course Wrath, you do get the initial jump on red with your offense, uh, but red is very capable of defending against your offense, especially because Red has two blades with the double-bladed lightsaber pike. Um, the two of you sort of dance back and forth across the hangar, and every time you seek to exploit an opening, Red's defense is there. Every time, except for one time, a little bit further in, you manage to just get in close enough that you use the you use the defensive pummel on your sword to bat away a, a an attempted parry and bring the lightsaber in stopping just here right next to the neck definitely acknowledges the hit um does Corsair seem inclined to keep going or if you so desire Okay. Another round of attacks. I'm going to try and throw something fun into the mix. Because I took this stupid power, and it was expensive, and it will eventually be vaguely relevant to a situation. Uh, will it, though? Will it? So I make a force roll, and if I succeed, I can... So it'll be an opposed force roll. So you're going to have a discipline difficulty two with that force roll, and course wrath will have a resilience difficulty two in response. Of course, it's discipline. Now that that is fair. That's what. Can I apply my force rating as well? Uh, No, this is just your discipline flat. The force the force die in this case don't add successes. They just are determined to activate. I'm flipping that light side back now, which is why I didn't flip it before. Cool. I'm going to flip two to upgrade the difficulty of both your rolls. <laughs> cool. And then we compare. And one force die. Yeah. Yeah. 
There we go. And I am still technically a light side user. All right. So you are able to activate it. And now we see what William's resilience roll will be. Not going to be as great. Still got a success, though. A success, but not enough to counteract the two successes. So So after that sort of nod and the separate back out to begin the next clash, red just fizzes out of your vision. So we're going to say that gives Corserath another uh, that gives Corserath another setback die and an automatic upgrade to the difficulty of this next round. Cool. Okay. Are you going to also upgrade with the dark side as well? Yeah. Both of you. Okay. I will spend a light side then. You know what? I'll spend one this time too. And as the uh, as Chorus Wrath notices the um the the misdirection effect, he will just smirk and clench his left fist as the as the shodo in his gauntlet activates and i get the accuracy bonus of my of my secondary weapon fair so you're attacking with the secondary weapon well i have i'm dual wielding when i get the accuracy bonus of having of having this of the secondary weapon because I, my normal weapon does not provide accuracy uh hang on let me double check something real quick because i don't think that works unless you're using that as your principal weapon Yeah, so for those curious while John is looking this up, almost every single upgrade I have either modifies how much damage I do or modifies how well I crit. Uh, yeah, when you make a combined attack for attack for two weapon finding, it does not apply the item quality of the second we- secondary weapon to the primary weapon attack. Right. So you pick which weapon you're leading the attack with. Well, and between the two. <laughs> if you're the... if you are if you are then going to you can then spend two advantages to hit with the second one, but it doesn't it, it doesn't influence the abilities of the light of the other lightsaber. It doesn't pass out and qualities mean, around. Between between the two, the crossguard lightsaber has more defensive qualities and the Shoto has the accuracy bonus, so I can lead with the Shoto. Okay. So you're leading with the Shoto. You still have the lightsaber. You still have the defensive lightsaber, so you still have that quality. Yeah. Also, if like Crack is watching, he may notice that Red's lightsaber oscillates in color and potency a lot. Anyway. Uh, I I appreciate the heads up. That is something he will be fascinated by. I, he is not watching. He's in the uh, yeah. the the thing but thank you i appreciate that because that is definitely something he would pay attention to you used the cross guard lightsaber for that in case i, I, I forget I, next time red has a lightsaber it's the same skill so it's, it's, thank same, you it's the same much. skill so yeah. i just had an extra boost die for the for the accuracy bonus yeah. of the and we need red Shoto. and red's attack Fuck. uh william you only upgraded your attack once not twice oh did i oh, yeah oops do that one more time um, I still have successes. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. End of triumph now. That light side point is not there. Nope. Uh, so, 
So yeah, you again, you guys are fairly evenly matched. Uh, Red, Korstrath seems to be able to keep up with you, even though it's very clear he can't see you. Mm-hmm. You know, fighting a force user, the force guides you, etc. Um, yeah. he, he does seem to be having a little bit more difficulty parrying, but again, there comes this moment where that Shoto lightsaber comes up, deflects your blade aground, and the other lightsaber stops just a hair's breadth from your neck, even though he clearly can't see where your neck is. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, and while I don't necessarily know if we need to keep rolling, Red's willing to go for a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. Like, so with, with this, with this sort of established, you keep going, and it's pretty clear to both of you that you're fairly evenly matched. Just that Korthrath has a slight edge over you. Korthrath is specifically trained. Not the just lightsaber not... duelist has a slight edge over the sniper. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, the, it's the the it, the the break is Korthrath. You're trained. You're trained to hunt targets in, individually. Korthrath is trained specifically to fight force users. Yeah. You know, sitting off. And, and like the the guard, the temple guard Pike does help. Yeah, but. You know, sitting off to the uh, off to the side, we're sort of, oh yeah. If you, if they attack first, I'll definitely be able. You'll definitely be able to 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 stop them. <laughs> so, what's everyone else doing for the day? So Nereus has once again rearranged the entire contents of the medical bay. Just again, it doesn't need to be to be tidied up, but it's happened again. And then is sitting in the lounge reading. Jash. Jash is mostly hovering outside the med bay, occasionally poking his head into the hangar. To watch the the sparring back and forth. Nereus, you have noticed that Jash seems to be hovering near yeah. you a lot. Would you like to assist? You are here. Do you need help? Hmm? No, Absolutely. But <laughs> what what do we need to move? Uh well, I was thinking of moving the back to tank just <laughs> and it is quite heavy. <laughs> I'm not very athletic, but I'll certainly assist. Thank you. Draw no. My run is one, so you're better than me. <laughs> between the three, between the two of you, you've got a broad of three. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Still uh, not as good as Graz. Okay. <laughs> How did you still not as good as up... Avasia? <laughs> no. You do not need to reply, but I am curious, how did you end up on the cutter? With the order? You were I was exiled. The ascendancy looks rather poorly. Hmm. 
yes on people of our type as i'm sure you were aware so yes not personally but i have heard i have never been to i see well our people feel that the ability to delve into the vagaries of the force is a bit too mystical. Which is why it is discouraged. I cannot help what I am. No. And when one is forced out of one's environment, it's common to seek out one that is more friendly. Well, welcome here. I will probably need to reiterate this for Red, but I was found by Nibishuza on a trash heap in Nalhada? Is that where it was? Yeah, Nalhada. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Nalhada is the trash heap of the galaxy, so. Yes, Mm -hmm, yes. mm -hmm. Yep, sure is. Mm -hmm. Oh. Well, well, that was Tallahassee. <laughs> That's very like the Exarch. Seeing the value in what's been rejected by others. Yes. The... Sith who attacked the cutter was the person who made me. I was an experience, and at this point, because Neri's has had after like the the tension moment had bottled up again, um, Mm -hmm. and at this point stopped suppressing. So if you can maybe sense that. I don't know how sensitive. Mm-hmm. All right, you can sense the yeah. force coming out of near. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and now we are flying in the opposite direction. How do you feel about that? Conflicted. Understandable. That is good. I think this will do better. I look around the med bay. Thank you. Of course. Exit. (laughs) (laughs) As much conversation as Neri is willing to go with right now. All right. Uh, Crack, you are making a new lightsaber? Uh, Yes, I am doing all the things that I do, including getting to um, re-roll it, and I, which I did, and I got two success and two triumph, which means I get to make the new one with an integral attachment, which I'm very excited about. All right. What does your new lightsaber look like? It is a... Uh, this one actually is a guard Shoto, which is essentially a Tonfa saber. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, he's building it from the other part, so it will... Um, uh, unless you can think of some 
bullshit lore way that I can change the color, it will have a it will have a red blade because um, I'm using the crystal from one of the sabers we got from the apprentices. Yeah, no, but, the the color's already been set in those crystals, yeah. so their their color is tuned to red at the moment. You can change. There are ways to change it, but it requires purifying the crystals, and that's not that, something you can do right now. <laughs> I I will also say that's Craig wanting his character <laughs> to look cool. Crack could not fucking care less. Yeah. Um. Uh, it, it has the same sort of modular design as the other one. Um, I would also like to spend uh, 300 credits um, to uh, to install the the paired weapon modification to both it and my my main saber. So you're going to need to make uh, difficulty two mechanics roll to create the to create the things from oh, scratch. Okay. Because remember, you're you're creating these modifications yes. from scratch, and then it just yes. takes ten minutes to install. So, um, so I, I'm adding one boost from the assistance of the crabots and mm-hmm. one boost from the. Um, uh, and since it's a, fr- from and, from my talent, my inventor talent, yeah. And then I'm taking an automatic advantage from the um, uh, lightsaber toolkit. And even though you're making a mod for both lightsabers, because it is the paired mod specifically, also you only need one roll to craft it. Um, so that's three advantage, but not a success. All right. Are you, do you have that ability to re-roll again or no? Uh, no, I already used it. Right. I get to do it so once per day. So you've made, you've made some amount of progress, but you have not finished the paired mod. You still will, it'll still take a little while of working on it, uh, before you can actually complete it and then install it. Um, do you want me to roll again just for the, uh, we'll say, chance? we'll say you'll be able to roll again tomorrow. Okay. So that's that's why you you've 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 created the thing and you started working on the paired mod. You didn't fail, so you don't lose those materials, but you haven't completed it yet. Um, and and the integral attachment I would like to to do with the uh, double triumph is the reflex mod, uh, which adds, um, uh, it adds one one deflection and one defensive to it and if i spend a strain it increases uh my parry and reflection ranks by one sure yeah you have the triumphs to do that so you do install those okay Uh, so you so yeah you've you spend most of the day doing that and which makes sense that you don't finish the paired mod in uh, in the day Mm -hmm. so you you have a little bit of work left to do that you can begin working on tomorrow okay so the alert, the the dropping out of hyperspace alert comes over the over the intercom, letting you all know that the ship's about to drop out of hyperspace. Go up and deal with that. Well, I'll meet Red up there. You drop out, only to be faced with what can only be described as a conflict on the galactic scale, as you see Republic ships and Imperial ships firing on each other. And that's where we're going to end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, Bye everybody. Hey. Goodbye.